Welcome to Mind Styling, the podcast that explores how we can win at the game inside our heads and make a mark on this world in our own unique style, on our own terms. We interview entrepreneurs and leaders who aren't afraid to push the boundaries and set their own definitions of success. We will share with you the tips and techniques they use to style their mind and give you the tools you need to start mind styling for yourself. Hello, everyone. Welcome to the Mind Styling Podcast this week. I'm Dr. Becky Sage. And I'm Amy Armstrong. And we're really excited today to be bringing you the top tips uh, from Shar Lawrence's episode. Before we do that, we wanted to just say thank you to everyone out there who's been leaving reviews and giving us feedback. It really is useful for us to make sure that we're delivering what you want. It also helps other people find the podcast. Um, So I just thought I would read out one of our five-star reviews uh, from Sweet Brit. And it says, refreshingly honest, this is one of those rare podcasts that provides real insight into entrepreneurship. The conversations are highly engaging and are so reminiscent of quiet, intimate discussions that occur between founders over over a coffee. Dr. Becky Sage and Amy Armstrong are brilliant at eliciting pure, practical advice from their interviewees. So glad I found this podcast. It's a gem. Uh, I love that review. Isn't that fab? Yeah. (laughs) And I think, (laughs) exactly. Thank you to Sweet Brit. And Amy, I think that does actually reflect one of the reasons why we did this is that we found that we were lucky enough to have some of these conversations, but not everyone gets to have these conversations. And so we wanted to let people in on that a little bit. So yeah, thank you for leaving those reviews. And don't forget, um, if you haven't left a review already and you're enjoying things, then you can leave a review um, or you can contact us on our social platforms and all the links are in the show notes. So Amy, should we get on with Shah's top? tip um, oh absolutely Shah's top tip well Shah's whole interview was oh, inspirational oh hey. yes it was <laughs> I knew when I first met Shah that we needed her on the podcast and I was so pleased that she was able to find a time from her amazing schedule of just doing it I mean it's wonderful she's got three different incredible businesses she's sort of juggling at any one time and uh Yes. Which actually has made her resilient. Um, so, it, which mm. is, yeah, we maybe will talk about that a little bit down at the line. Um, so, her top tip was don't die with the fire inside of you. <laughs> oh, what a powerful top tip. Um, so, for me, hearing that, it, it just said everything because I think we go through life. But, and we have these fires burning inside of us. And the days we sit down and satisfy that drive towards whatever it is, they feel like good days. And the days when we sit there and everything else comes around us and that fire is burning and we don't feel like we're kind of listening to it or moving through it, those are the days that we feel like, oh, yeah, I don't know, they feel like downers a little bit more. That's certainly how it feels to me. Um, How about you, Amy? Well, yes, those days when you're so swamped with other people's priorities, which is basically what your inbox is. Um, You're so so swamped by everyone else's uh, passion and purpose that you aren't even connected to yours. Those Mm. days when you look at your list and you think, well, I don't know, everything needs to be done at once. But none of it is exciting. I just feel exhausted by the whole thing. And that's usually when you've 
lost track and lost sight of actually what the whole point is. Don't you Do think? We, yeah, I'm just wondering... Do we need to say any more about what it is to have that fire inside? Are we, you know, and I'd love again to hear from the listeners, do you all experience that? Because for me, for as long as I remember, I feel like this is one of the most defining characteristics inside of me is that I have this burning ambition um, that I always want to be creating and doing more and doing better and and that doesn't go away and I think that that's a that's a positive thing um sometimes you can get swept up in it but I, I, yeah do you, and are you the same Amy have you always had something that is burning away inside of you well I think I think that's a really interesting point because that energy that mm. drive to do your very best and not let yourself down and everyone who relies on you and who loves you down. Yes. So that has always been there. And I would imagine if, if anyone listening to this is like me, actually that can be that drive for perfectionism, that drive for doing your very best can actually keep you away from working out what is your passion? What is your purpose? Because because actually there are so many of us who are living our lives for other people. Um, thinking what success is, is what we've always been told success is. Whereas actually, is it what is it what really lights you up? And I think tuning in to that, tuning into you, giving yourself permission to listen to that perhaps very small little whisper inside you and allowing it space to grow and start to find its voice and get into its stride so that you're then able to take action on it. I think that's the first step. Shah hasn't had that problem. (laughs) Well, something, and and Shah certainly embodies this, and it's kind of in response to what you just said about purpose. Um, Something I've recently learned really like embodied is that I always thought purpose was a what. I always thought it was, I am here to, I don't know, work in medicine or work it or be a teacher or be, you know, like it was, or to champion this one particular thing. And I've realized that that approach is not very helpful because that is about moving towards something that you might never get to. Um, and it's about something in the future. And, and I think the thing that I've realized, and it really does play into what Shah says here about kind of um, don't let that fire inside of you, don't die with that fire inside of you, as in every single day, it's not about kind of soul searching and figuring out what your what is. It's about saying, okay, what's the thing I need to serve right now? Um and sometimes that might just be about engaging with other people. In fact, it was for Shah, you know, she said for quite a lot of lockdown, she just had this need to be with her family, spend time with her family, not focus on work. And, you know, and so I think that often we can spend, like, we, we can get a bit overwhelmed by trying to find that, you know, purpose in the sense of it being, I am here to, like, make a very specific change in the world, when actually it can be more about getting up every day and finding the way to be your best self in that moment, in that day with those people. Because, Actually, doing our inbox, that can be helpful. That can be helpful to us. That can be helpful to other people. Um, and and sometimes that's the thing we need to do. Sometimes it's not. And, we, and, and, of course, I still kind of 
think that we need balance and we need to find space to make sure that we're not overloading ourselves with everybody else's priority and ignoring our own. Uh, at the same time, kind of recognizing that it's, yeah, we don't have to go away to a desert for 40 days or whatever it might be mm-hmm. and to, to get to the point where we even know what that thing is. Um, does that make sense to you? Totally. I think the question is, is what matters most? And I think something that's really important is to have clarity on what your your vision is, what your big picture goals are. That I'm not necessarily saying my purpose for being on this planet. It might be for the next 18 months, this is the most important thing for me. And that might be something like, I don't know, investing in my house so that we've got the space to be able to work through lockdown. So converting a room. It might be um, earning enough money to go on holiday. It might be being the best parent, sister, partner you can possibly be. Um, but, But really thinking about that, it might be about transforming my health. It might be about transforming my mind and really mastering a skill that I've I've been putting off for years and actually I want to be. But it's it's having some it's having something in your GPS, so sticking a destination in, so that actually when everything is crazy around you, you've got a an anchor and a, a place that, you know, this is where I'm going. How can I move forward on this in one small way? And having said all of that. <laughs> I really like your distinction about purpose not necessarily being uh, to be a certain mm-hmm. thing. Yeah, um, and I think I made. I always thought I wanted to be a teacher, um, and I always thought I wanted to be a managing director. Isn't that funny? And who thinks <laughs> that they want to be a managing director as a little girl? I don't think I thought that exactly, but I knew I wanted to. It was, yeah, it was something, yes. Well, it was something that Shah was saying about putting on the suit and going to the office. I mean, that's what I wanted to be. I wanted to go and do something and lead something, but I also really wanted to be a teacher. And actually, I think it's when you make turn those into verbs and actually you're connecting with what is it that you want to be doing, yeah. not to be. And, 100%. Yeah. And, and, um, so the question is, who do I want to be is more, what are my core values? Yeah. How do I want to show up? What do I want to be doing? What is my role? Where do I add most value? And actually, yes, teaching, yes, coaching, yes, inspiring. And even when I was, even when I was in my, you know, I spent a long time in adult education and I was facilitating that whole enabling adults to fulfill their potential, to just find out who they were and start believing in themselves. And to do that, I needed to be a massive cheerleader. I needed to inspire and coach and sometimes direct my team around me and make sure I was constantly learning. And actually, all of that was on purpose. I was lit up in that role and at the same time, I was trying to be a mother. And that was a key, has always been a key driver. In fact, when Shah says a knowing, I just always knew somehow I needed to be a mother. That was just one of those things. I used to play 
I was a doll's girl. And even when I was embarrassingly old, if I think about it now, I, I was, I was doing all of that. I was organizing an imaginary world. I was in practice. And so I carry on, um, split between those purposes every day of my life, <laughs> being lit up, teaching, learning, inspiring, coaching, and being the best mum I possibly can. But I'm certainly not dying with the fire inside me. And since I've listened to that and started getting clear on it, it has been really empowering. Mm, it's it's incredibly powerful. I, I found listening to Shah a very, um, I, I, best way to describe this, it was quite an embodied experience um, compared to sometimes things can be a, a more of an intellectual experience and you're really thinking through it and listening to, you know, and it's that brain experience. Whereas when she said that, in particular, that statement, don't die with the fire inside of you, I felt, I felt, yeah, um, and and I felt kind of seen and I felt excited and I felt powerful and and I felt inspired because I know that that bias has always been there. And and at the same time, it, I was then mixing that with a lot of these learnings that I've been through, which are about kind of saying that that the way you tend that fire isn't always going to be the same every day. And it's not always about running at a million miles an hour. Um, I really do think we need to highlight this thing again, that you're, it's not about the, the noun, it's about the verb. Um, it's about the, yeah, the kind of the doing. And, and again, that was something else that came through really strongly with Shah is kind of what are you choosing to do every day, kind of how are you acting? And, and as soon as you kind of are able to, to act, then to act on something and, and make a difference. And, and I think in all of this, uh, the thing that has helped me do this the most, which is to keep the fire burning uh, and to kind of know what that is and know what I want to do every day, has also been saying no to plenty of things. So that's been really important because I don't always know what the yes is. Like there are a lot of things I want to do. And <laughs> um, and sometimes I'm still a bit like, oh, which one do I want to do first or, or whatever, which is the best to prioritize right now. I do know when I don't want to do something. And yet, in the past, that hasn't stopped me from doing that thing. Um, and again, of course, there are scenarios when we have to do things that we don't really want to do or whatever. Um, but I've definitely had times in the past where my major focus has been on things that I've been misaligned with. And that really stands in the way. That really stopped you from listening to your instinct, I think, and or it certainly did for me. And by saying no and really as in those moments where I know that the no is resounding, it's loud, it's clear, like why are you doing Becky this Becky? You, you know this isn't the thing that you want to be championing or this isn't the way you want to spend the next 10 years of your life or this, you know, um, you do not want to be doing these things. Saying no to those things, putting my boundaries around things, um, that includes saying no to bad behavior um, because hate to say it, but we uh, still often have a lot of experiences when we come up against 
bad behavior or perhaps even just behavior that doesn't work for us that oversteps our boundaries and learning to say no to those things and walking away from those things and having the the courage um but also the means and i recognize that that we again i'll repeat that I, we don't we're not always able to do that but i think that that's a big part or it certainly was for me of being able to listen to my instinct and having the downtime so that I can recharge and, you know, get keep that fire <laughs> stoked um, was was learning what to say no to, to create the space for the things that I need to say yes to. I think that you make so many powerful points there. One is, I think, when you can't say no immediately, but if you are clear on where you're trying to get to, you will find a way to get there. Um, and that will be how you focus your attention and your energies. Um, it brings me back to Charles' really powerful uh, comment that was said to me once, and it's stayed with me. So it was probably said to me in 2002, Amy, you can do anything you put your mind to. And actually, that's an a, a opportunity I'm extending or an invitation I'm extending to every listener who's listening to that now. Just take a moment now and sit down and make a note at the end of this or press pause. Um, just reflect on all those things that you have achieved, those big, important things that you have achieved as a result of putting your mind to it. because. Because having that faith, so you talked about courage to say no. And um, for many of our listeners, I know I have had the problem with who am I to say no? Mm-hmm. Um, I was taught as a young age by an yeah. incredible lady who was very scary. And I remember her standing. I was in, I was in Farside Kitchens. I was a waitress and she stood there by um, the fridge with this gigantic tub of clotted cream and this massive scoop of this clotted cream. And she said, Amy, never say no unless you've got a better idea. I was like, God, I mean, that's a brilliant (laughs) solution-focused approach, but it also took away permission for me to say no when I didn't instinctively believe something was right for me or as a strategy. And, um, and, you know, those are, there are moments when our beliefs and value systems and behaviors are, are put inside. And she was a, she was an incredible, but very scary dragon lady of Berkham. So that was my opinion of her anyway. <laughs> <laughs> a huge respect for her, but also, um, and so it's taken me some time to move away from the clotted cream. Completely. <laughs> where I got I'm, a bit stuck. Amy's <laughs> stuck in the clotted cream. <laughs> um, and just to, yeah, there you go. And just to go, no, hang on a second. I, I can say no. And if this isn't right for me, what is right for me? And that is a great question. What is right? What is important? And yeah. And I think, Becky, you and I have got a lot of work to do to help all of us, including ourselves, on just thinking about how do we connect best with our purpose, with what it is that we're meant to do, and how do we, and perhaps this is the key thing, is how do we tune into it? Because Shah's hypothesis is we know 
deep down inside us, we know, and we probably have known since we were tiny. But are we listening? Are we tuned in? And are we giving ourselves the credit where we where we should? So I think that's like you said, we've got a lot of work to do to help people on that. And and I think that that we have we've been through our own journeys, got a lot of insight, and that's also why we're bringing all these stories as well, uh, because there's a lot of people out there who have been on those journeys and got have got a lot of insights. So, but and and also we recognise because we've been through the journeys ourselves that it's not easy and it's not as simple as sometimes it's made sound and you know you're saying it's many many years since you've heard that and I'm the same like the reason I bring up the thing about saying no is because it has been something that I never felt like I could do and it's taken a lot to get to that point so yeah we we will go away Amy and work hard and think about how we can bring people even more help uh, around that and we would love to hear from you um, if you're listening to this about you know what you feel around these themes do you find it easy to connect to your own instinct and and your purpose or is that something in itself that's challenging or is it that you're in situations where you feel like you can't say no or you can't get out of them and and that you can't put your own things first that all your energy has to go into prioritizing other people so we'd love to hear from you or on any of the other themes that that you would like to discuss some more so please do get in touch and i think actually we should um as we move towards closing this off though go back to shah because really what she was saying if we listen closely she's saying your purpose right now is to shine the brightest you can don't die with the fire within you and i'd say yes how can we shine the brightest we can and light the way for others So we hope that you enjoyed that as much as Becky and I did. Now, Becky, where can we find you? You can find me at uh, beckysage.com or I hang out a lot on Instagram. So that's at Dr. Becky Sage. You can find things about how to get business coaching with me there. Also, if you'd like to invite me to be a speaker or to work on any of your projects, then please do get in touch. So, Amy, where can our listeners go if they want to find out more about you? You can find me at amyarmstrongcoaching.com. Come and explore leadership and wellbeing coaching and hypnotherapy. So let's remind you all of the mind styling three C's. First of all, curiosity. So get curious about all the themes that we've just talked about. What makes your light shine brightest and how can you connect to your own light? And community. So please rate, review, subscribe, invite others into this community and share your experiences on Instagram and Facebook at Mindstyling Podcast or on Twitter at Mindstyling Pod. And be compassionate. Be compassionate to yourself and be compassionate to others and enjoy your Mindstyling journey. So we can't always control the situations that are going on outside of us, but we can be in control of how we react to those situations. And that is what mind styling is all about. 